Welcome, everyone, to episode one of the Strong Wild Inspired Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Ray Strong, and in today's episode, I'd like to talk to you about something that we've all faced, or maybe you're facing this right now um, in your life, or maybe you've faced this recently, but at some point in our lives, we have all had to deal with disappointment. So I want to preface this podcast by saying I am not a doctor, I'm not a licensed therapist, um, in no way is it my intention now or ever to diagnose, treat, or cure any type of physical or mental or emotional ailment. And if you're experiencing anything where you feel like you have symptoms or are in need of medical attention, please, please, please seek medical attention this is not a podcast designed to diagnose or treat or cure anything. So in the nearly 40 years that I've been alive and experienced both the good and the bad of what life has to offer, there are certain practices, whether it's in a circumstance in the moment or if it's in a situation that I deal with on a daily basis, there are certain daily practices and mental emotional exercises that have helped me to grow stronger, become more optimistic, use what I have gone through, and really turn those things into something that I can use for good to better my life, to be a better mom, to be a better daughter, uh, sister, friend, uh, all of the above, to be a better human being all around. So before we dive in, I'm going to invite you to grab a journal, grab a notebook, a piece of paper, something to write with. At the end of this podcast and at the end of each podcast, there's going to be an exercise for you to do. And I know you're probably thinking, oh God, here we go. You know, we've got to do something. Yes, you have to do something. If you want to truly change your life and make it the life of your dreams on your terms, not what anyone else wants for you. If you truly want to do that for yourself, then yes, you have to take massive action. And that could be something as simple as listening to this podcast and taking part in the exercise at the end of it. It can be a baby step every single day. I'm not talking about sell your car, move, sell your house and leave your relationship. No, I'm not talking about that. Those things may be also what you need to do to take a massive call to action. But today, in this moment, we're just saying take baby steps, okay? So just grab a piece of paper, grab something to write with, and there's going to be an exercise at the end of this podcast for you to uh, take part in if you so choose. So before we dive into this podcast, I'm going to invite you to take a deep breath with me. Just pause for a moment, okay? I want you to take a deep breath in. One, two three, four, hold the breath, one, two, three, four, and now release long, slow breaths out through your mouth, one, two, three, four. Okay, again, we're going to do that one more time, breathe in through your nose, one, two, three, and hold, two, three, and release through your mouth, out, two, Okay, so now that we have grounded ourselves, let's dive into dealing with disappointment and how to make the most out of what we experience in life on a day-to-day -day basis. So recently, I'm going to tie this in because this is my own personal experience because like I said, I am not a doctor, I'm not a licensed therapist, 
I'm not a clinical psychologist or any of those things, but I have had my share of heartbreak. I have had my share of disappointment. I have had my share of dealing with less than desirable circumstances in life and somehow, some way, have found a way uh, through, like I said, those daily practices and daily exercises to just keep keep going. You know, whenever life knocks you down nine times, you get up ten. And uh, that's kind of become my philosophy. And truly, in my opinion, having optimism in your little toolbox of things to deal with life and ways to get through different things. I mean, really, attitude is just everything. It's everything, 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 because our mindset is so much a part of the choices that we make and the decisions that we may decide to take or may decide not to take. So, uh, like I said, I'm just tying in some of my personal experience here because this is how I have found I've gotten through things. And take what you want from this podcast. If it's, think of it like an a la carte uh, buffet of self-development and personal improvement and take the things that resonate for you and whatever doesn't resonate for you, just leave it. You don't have to. I'm not telling you this is the way to live and this is what you must do to be successful. All I'm doing is sharing my personal life experience, hoping that in some way it can inspire you to make changes in your life for the better. So recently, about two months ago, so it was probably the middle of May, I signed up for this competition through Muscle and Fitness Hers magazine. It was a competition where the first place winner, and the competition is still ongoing at the time of this podcast, it goes until August 5th. So I signed up for this competition and the first place winner of the competition gets to be on the cover of Muscle and Fitness Hers magazine. They get to have, I believe it's like a two-page spread in the magazine. And then you win $20,000. And then second place wins, I believe, 5000 And third place wins 1000 And then the top six people are the ones that go into the magazine. And then I believe second through fifth place are the uh, contestants who you don't get a spread in the magazine. And, you know, you don't get to share your story and all that. But you do get kind of like a little, a little biopic and, you know, it goes in the magazine. So I was holding strong to my position in fourth place so each group and I'm not exactly certain how many groups start at the competition starts off with I want to say it's five or six it could be more uh, I don't think it's less but it's roughly about five or six groups maybe more and there's 32 contestants 32 possibly 33 contestants in each group so the first week of voting and you have to apply for this and then you get selected by uh, Muscle and Fitness Hers magazine to be in the competition so the first week it gets narrowed down. So there's 32 to 32, uh, 32 to 33 women, excuse me, in each group. And that first week gets narrowed down to the top 15. So I made top 15. Awesome. That was, even that alone was just mind blowing. And I was so, so, and still I'm so grateful to everyone who voted for me and um, <clears throat> all the support that everyone showed. Second week of voting, they select the top 10. Boom, I make it again, holding strong to fourth place. Again, ecstatic, so grateful, really happy, thankful to everybody for your support. Third week comes around, I place top five. So after you get into the top five group for each of these five or six groups of, you know, 30-something women, the next round of voting, you have to place first place in your particular group in order to move on to the semifinals. 
And my partner and I, we rallied all the support we could. He was phenomenal. You know, he was printing out flyers for me and um, introducing me to friends of his who I hadn't quite met yet. Or maybe we had saw each other at the gym, but I wasn't on a first name basis with these people. And he introduced me to them. And then they introduced me and my story to their circle. And it just it kept growing and growing. And the amount of support was just absolutely incredible. So that week where I had to make it first in my group in order to move on to the semifinals, I didn't make it. I held strong on to fourth place, which even that is awesome, amazing, really wonderful. The only drawback that I would say about this competition is that it doesn't, uh, how can I say, you, you move up in your position in the competition based on the number of votes you get. So they have this really awesome, incredible option called a warrior vote. And every single dollar that was donated for warrior votes went to the Wounded Warrior Project, which benefits disabled veterans and disabled soldiers who were injured after uh, September 11th. Um, and I believe that was the, you know, the 9-11 date after that date. So every single dollar, I did not see one penny of that dollar the magazine does not see one penny of that dollar. All of that money gets donated to Wounded Warrior. So that in itself is just a really, really beautiful cause that we were able to raise so much money. Now, what I decided to do because of this competition and how close it was and how tight that last, you know, like, oh, man, we're getting down to the wire here. I've got to get in first place. I'm still holding on to fourth. Let's rally the votes. I decided, you know what? I am going to the Catskills for a couple days. I'm going to unplug. I've been on my phone every single day for the past probably four or five weeks, really promoting this competition. Please vote. Please donate if you feel inclined to, um, because for every vote that was received, I would, or for every dollar, rather, that was donated to the Wounded Warrior Project, I would receive a, um, a vote. And certain days they had two for one, so I would get two votes for every dollar donated. Um, but it was just, it, it was starting to be a lot because I was just constantly having to promote this on social media and, you know, Instagram and Facebook and um, other social media outlets. So it was a lot. And because I am an intuitive, I am an empath, which we will get more into down the road in these podcast uh, episodes. I'm an intuitive, I'm an empath, I'm an introvert, so I crave my solitude. I crave unplugging, I crave not being on my phone all the time, right? So I said, you know what, this is down to the wire, I'm going off to the Catskills. I'm going to take off to a getaway house and a cabin, me and my dog, she's getting older, and I just want to have an adventure. And that's what I did. And when I came home and I got back to civilization and service and found out that I did not place first place for my group, I held on to fourth, there was a feeling of just surrender, I would say. Honestly, it was surrender. I, I wasn't even really that disappointed because I had so much as a takeaway from this experience. And so that's one of the things that I really want to emphasize and really bring to light for anyone listening right now is that we are all going to face disappointment 
life is not always going to be sunshine and unicorns and rainbows and gumdrops and lollipops and anything else that is, you know, sweet and makes you happy. It's, it's, life is hard. Life is hard sometimes, but we have to find a way to lean on our faith, whatever faith we are, and we have to find a way to really be our biggest cheerleader and focus on the positive because our, oh, what's that saying? It's um, something like our thoughts become our words, our words become our actions, and our action becomes our life. So if we focus on the negative and we focus on being disappointed and all of these emotions of being down, you can potentially perpetuate more of that into your life. And it's very, very important when you feel these feelings to feel them. I am not in any way, shape, or form telling you to shut them out. Do not shut them out. You need to, it's, it's so important to sit with those feelings. It's so important to sit with disappointment, sit with heartbreak, sit with anger, sit with sadness, sit with all of those emotions and then feel them and then let them go. Do not live there. Vacation there for a couple of hours, stay there for a day. Do not live there. And one of the ways that I have found to not live in disappointment because it's like, oh yeah, that's great. That's great, Amber. Uh, I'm not going to live there. Well, how do I not live there? You know, I just lost my job or I just got through a divorce or I lost someone that I love in my family and you're telling me not to live there. Yes, those are awful things to experience, but we have to find the silver lining. There is always, always something in there that you can use it for good. And no, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a licensed therapist, but I know from my own life experience as someone who is a single mom, who has been in very domestically challenging relationships, I'm talking physically abusive, verbally abusive in the past, um, you know, I went through cancer. I am a cancer survivor at a very early age while I was still trying to get my career together and raise my children on my own. And, you know, I've gone through financial difficulties and relying on the system because I had no other choice because I was too sick to work. And no one is going to hire someone who can work one week and then not work another week because they have chemotherapy. So, you know, I, not to mention, there's a lot more that I've been through that I will not get into today uh, for the purposes of just focusing on this dealing with disappointment. So as someone who has experienced a lot in life, there are certain things that I've learned that help me to get out of these situations so I don't live in that energy. And one of them is focusing on the silver lining. So I started to look at, and even before, once it was starting to get close to the wire, it's like I automatically, because I'm in the uh, habit, if you will, of looking at things from a brighter perspective already because I've conditioned my mind to do that. I was not always like that. I used to be a very, very angry, bitter, grudge-holding person. If you met me today and you met me who I was 10 years ago or five years ago or even two years ago, you would not be meeting the same person. The person I am now is so dramatically different in such a beautiful amazing way and it's because of these daily practices it's because of opening my heart to Jesus it's because of following and leaning on my faith and finally coming home to God and making peace with where I was in my life so I have already been in the process of 
conditioning my mind. And actually, I feel that when you do this for long enough, when you go through, like at first your body's going to, oh God, no, I don't want to do this. There's, there's resistance here. I can't find the silver lining. This is too hard. I can't do this. There's nothing good. There's nothing, nothing good. If you are alive and you have breath in your lungs and your heart is beating and your brain is functioning on a healthy level of you can get up, you can take care of yourself, you can take a shower, you can go open your fridge to get food when you're hungry or your cabinets or, you know, whatever the case may be, then you have something to be thankful for. If you are breathing, you have something to be thankful for. There is always, always, always something to be thankful for. So because I started this process, I would say probably in 2014 when I started going through chemotherapy, that's when I really began this process of gratitude and forgiveness and letting go of anger and letting go of past hurts and uh, forgiving myself for the people that I have hurt because I'm not perfect, right? I've made mistakes. I've made some really bad mistakes in my past and things that I really, I don't want to say that I regret because uh, they've really helped me become who I am, but there are definitely some things that I would take back if I could. And My mind is in this place now of automatically kind of going to optimism, going to the silver lining, going to these places of positivity. But it takes training, it takes time, and it takes daily practices. So when I found out that I didn't win this competition or I didn't take first place, at least for my group, even a couple days leading up to it, I started to automatically go to that place of, all right, well, what's the takeaway here? You know, what what have I gained from this whole experience? And I started to make the list. And you know what? It, it really blew my mind and I find that sometimes a lot of times in life the experiences that we have it's not about the end result it's not about getting there it's about the journey it's about loving where you are on that journey it's about who you become on that journey it's about who you can help on that journey it's about the takeaway of the whole process not just the end result and so I started to think okay well like what are some of the takeaways? No, I didn't win $20,000. No, I am not going to be on the cover of Muscle and Fitness First magazine for 2021. I don't get to call myself Miss Health and Fitness 2021 as a winner of this contest. But what is the takeaway here? Well, there was a diet and exercise program that I had been thinking about for a while, going back and forth and kind of weighing my options and seeing like, is this something that I want to do? And Because I decided to sign up for this competition, I went all in on joining this program. And it was not, um, let's say, it was not a program that was free. We'll put it that way. I definitely have to pay for this program. And there was definitely some, you know, financial figuring. Okay, well, let's get this, uh, let's get this program going. I really want to do this and I want to make it happen. And I figured, you know what? The way will show itself. I know I can do this. Um, It's a little bit more than I would normally pay for a program, but it's a program for life. And once you pay for it, that's it. You're locked in. You've got a Facebook group you can join that you have support. You can have accountability partners within that Facebook group. There's live coaching calls three to four times a week where you can submit questions. And so you have support and it's for life. And looking at that compared to the price, it was a no-brainer. And then especially joining this competition, I was like, all right, that's it. I'm on board. Sign me up. So I signed up for that. 
as a result of doing that, my diet and my exercise have dramatically done a 180. They've improved so much. And they were already really good before, but they just took a next level turn and really um, went to this place of, all right, yeah, now I'm really going for it. You know, I have a reason now. And sometimes it's easy to forget our why, right? It's easy to forget why we're doing something. And so when we have a little bit of like inspiration, you know, just a little kind of a nudge from the universe or God or whatever our faith is from the higher powers that be, it, it kind of helps us. So, so I signed up for that program. So as a result of signing up for that program, my partner and I have leveled up our workouts together. So now he's leveling up his diet. He's leveling up his workouts. So now his physique is changing and now he's really on this amazing track of being the most, uh, toned and fit he's ever been in his life and I had more inspiration to tap into that drive to do my workout so whereas on a day before I might have been like oh god you know I'm tired it's been a long day with the kids Uh, I'm not really feeling this like no let's go come on you know we've got a competition to win and if not then I've got a brand to build I've got an empire to to really grow upon and this is just kind of the uh it's like a marathon race and this is just the first in that marathon race. This is the first initial kickoff to get me going. So on top of that, I started working on my second book again. I started writing in my blog again. I looked into my blog and I had kept this when I was going through cancer and I hadn't um, written in this blog in almost a year. So I started doing that again and it felt really good because writing is something that's very, very important to me, makes me feel good. I enrolled in Colorado Christian University to start my business degree and to finally complete my bachelor's and go back because when I was diagnosed with cancer, with stage 3 colon cancer, I was in the middle of my journalism degree at the university and I couldn't finish it. And now, because of this competition, I'm like, oh, I've got to level up my game, you know, which is making me go for it with my fitness career, which is making me want to take it to the next level with my degrees and different certifications I can achieve. So now I'm going back to school for my bachelor's in business, which is awesome. Finally scheduled my NASM exam after a year of, you know, hard work and studying for my National Academy of Sports Medicine personal trainer certification. Finally scheduled it. It's awesome. And the rest of the training. Uh, Let's see. Oh, well, not only that, but I said, okay, well, what else? Not only did I gain, but what was the good, like the greater good, you know, of me joining this competition? The warrior votes. Not the warrior votes in terms of the votes I received, but the warrior votes in terms of the money that was raised for the Wounded Warrior Project. If nothing else, if I take nothing else away from this, so much money was raised to help our disabled veterans and our disabled soldiers. And I come from a big military family, so that's huge. That's really, really important. And not only that, but it gave me the opportunity to bring my whole body wellness coaching to a new light, to share my story to get the word out there of what I'm doing and why it matters to me and the change that I'm trying to make in the world. So no, I did not win $20,000. No, I did not make it to the magazine cover, but that's okay. It doesn't mean I failed because there were so many other beautiful, amazing takeaways from this experience that can be harnessed for not just my good, but for the greater good of everybody. So right now I am going to call you to take action. And this may feel like massive action for you. It may feel like a baby step. I'm going to call you to take action. So grab your journal, grab your notebook, your pen, whatever you've got, keep it nearby. Just put it down for a second. You don't need it right away. 
I want you to close your eyes, take a deep breath in through your nose. One, two, three, hold it. Two, three, release. One, two, three, through your mouth. Keep your eyes closed. Now, I want you to look back in a time in your life, and this could be 10 years ago, 20 years ago. It could be yesterday, this morning, a week ago. Try to think of a time, try to think of a time in your life when you were disappointed. Maybe you didn't get the promotion you wanted. Maybe you got turned down for that apartment you were looking at. Maybe someone else outbid you on your dream house. Maybe there was someone that you saw out one night and you're disappointed because you feel like you could have just gone up to them and asked them for their phone number. Maybe you lost somebody. Maybe someone broke your heart. Maybe an investment didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. It could be something as simple as maybe you went to the grocery store and your favorite, favorite food that you were craving that you drove all the way to the grocery store to get was out of stock. And then you didn't have it anymore because it wasn't there. It could be something simple. It could be something major. But I want you to look back in your life at some point and I want you to really think about when you face disappointment. Hold on to that moment, that experience in your mind. Now, with your eyes still closed, I want you to think of at least three things that have come from that experience. Three good things, three positive things. If you can't think of three, just think of one. What is one silver lining in that experience? Maybe because you didn't give your phone number to that person, you decided to go and uh, join a dating singles mixer or something like that and you ended up meeting the love of your life or maybe you went there and you bumped into a girlfriend that um, you hadn't seen in years and you two started hanging out and through her you met the love of your life maybe you got turned down for that promotion and because of it it caused you to go in an upward spiral to get a new certification get a new degree take it to the next level look for better jobs to not settle maybe you were not going to make good money at that job and you found something where you made more. Maybe the one thing you wanted on the menu at the restaurant was not in stock. They were all out, so you had to try something else. And you didn't realize, but you actually love that new food that you've never had before. So just try to think of a situation in your life where you faced appointment. And think about one good thing. Try to come up with three things. If you can't come up with at least one, and hold on to that feeling, that feeling of gratitude, that feeling of, yeah, the universe did have your back. God or whoever you view as your creator, the higher powers that be, they really did have your back because look at something else that came from that experience. So open your eyes, pick up whatever you have to write with, and go to your journal, your notebook, your paper. And I want you to write down that experience. I want you to write down what came as a good outcome of going through that. If you have to pause the podcast, go ahead, hit pause. And I just want you to think about that experience 
write down at least three things that you can take away, just quick bullet points. Write down at least three things you can take away. And then focus on one of those three things. If you can't think of three, just pick one. Take one of those three or the only one that you were able to come up with and just focus on the good. Think of all the positive that came from that experience. Think of all the good. And I want you to write that down, feel it, journal through it, cry if you have to, scream, laugh, whatever is coming up for you. I want you to sit with it. I want you to feel it. And I want you to just jot it all down. doesn't matter if it's chicken scratch, if you can't read it, put it down on that paper and really go for it. I really hope that this exercise was able to help you. I hope that this inspires you to keep doing more of it. Keep opening up to the positive flood of emotions that can come in, even in the face of adversity. You've got this. Whatever you're experiencing, whatever you're going through, you're going to get through it. You have gotten yourself through the darkest of your days so far. And as long as you don't give up on you, you're going to get through the rest of them that come. Life is not easy, but it can be fun. It can be rewarding. It can be adventurous. And at the end of the day, it is what you make of it. So until next time, have a wonderful week. I hope that this podcast helped you in some way. And remember to live strong and stay wild.